Good morning. It is March 30th, an unreasonably cold morning in New York City, and opening day of the baseball season. This is your Indignity Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news. It's baseball season. They've made the bases bigger. They've made the pitchers pitch faster. They've made the hitters hit faster. They've kept the ghost runner rule so that extra inning games don't last very long. Are more people going to tune in because they're more excited to see a two and a half hour baseball game than a three and a half hour baseball game? Or are people going to try to tune in in that extra hour and not see it? Where are the owners going to get back the money that they would have made selling beer to people in that extra hour as they now hustle them out of the ballpark? Who knows, but that's what baseball in its wisdom has decided to do with itself. In the news, the Pope is sick, getting tested for a respiratory illness that's not COVID. Probably nothing, but when you live in a world where power is concentrated in the hands of a bunch of extremely old people, you got to keep an eye on these things because it can turn around really fast. Narcan nasal spray has now been approved for over-the-counter sales. The New York Times reports that New York City plans to install Narcan vending machines later this year to try to make the anti-overdose medication as ubiquitous as overdoses are, or ideally, slightly more ubiquitous. Yesterday's Indignity Morning podcast talked about the report that the American ambassador to Israel had suggested that the White House would welcome Benjamin Netanyahu now that the acute phase of Netanyahu's attempt to seize control of Israel's judiciary had been delayed. But then yesterday, the White House said, nah, and by the White House, I mean Joe Biden, and by nah, I mean no, not in the near term. The Senate voted yesterday to repeal the 1991 and 2002 authorizations of military force in Iraq. As the Times puts it, moving with broad bipartisan support to advance a years-long effort to claw back congressional war powers. It still has to pass the House and then get signed by Joe Biden. But just think, in 2023, George H.W. Bush's Gulf War might almost be coming to an end. The blank check authorization that George W. Bush got ostensibly for Afghanistan, to wage the so-called global war on terror, would remain in effect. Remember when those Green Berets got killed in Niger? Everybody was like, we're at war in Niger? That was Afghanistan plus. So maybe now that we're out of Afghanistan, we might think about repealing that one too. And if you missed your chance to buy the Flatiron Building last week, the New York Times has good news for you. The man named Jacob Garlick, who won the auction for the Flatiron last week with a $190 million bid, does not seem to be actually completing the purchase. Two days later, the Times reports, he missed the deadline to put down a $19 million deposit and made a feeble attempt for an extension. I suspect he didn't have the money or that he realized he overbid and decided not to proceed, said Peter Axelrod, the court-appointed referee for the sale, who has now ruled Mr. Garlick out as a buyer. If you have $190 million or presumably a bit less than that in your pocket, now's the time to step forward and get yourself the most beautiful building in the city. Let's do it. Get us a new podcast studio right up in the prow of the building, and your name could be attached to the Indignity Morning Podcast in perpetuity. Failing that, please subscribe to Indignity to keep us going in our present-day recording setup. That's today's news. Thank you for listening. We will talk again tomorrow. 